Beyonce. Oh, well, you ain't got to tell them. They know. Oh, I, <laughs> uh, I was sitting here like, who is this? She needs no introduction. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Energy. Uh. Mm, 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 mm. I do not own the copyrights. Who is snapping? That's me, honey. That's me snapping, honey. Oh, you got all in. Hey. Alright, what's going on, y'all? Three some podcast. Woo! Hey, y'all. Yeah. Hey, hey, Welcome hey, to hey. Energy tonight. Yeah. Hey. Yes. You know she gives it to you every time. Yeah, she does. She I gives like it to you every too, time. Man. Oh, I like the whole, oh, the whole album. I the whole album. The whole album is one complete song. It's one I complete see. song. If you're not listening from the beginning to the end, then you're not, you're not into it like she wants you to be into it. Okay. Okay. There are transitions between each song. That yeah. album is not made for you to be picking it apart. Ooh. Ooh, well, I need to sit down and listen to it. I yes. To it on yeah, Spotify, I listen to it. but it was on uh, random. But Mm-mm. I will say, uh, "Church Girl" is my song. That's my favorite. That is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Church Girl is my favorite. Like yeah, that is that is one of my favorite. The whole thing. Is a vibe. The whole thing is a vibe, and you really just have to like start from the beginning and go through it to hear all the different transitions that she does. Because that's how she made it. It's like one big party album. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. House to Beyonce doing your thing again, once again, forever. Do what you do. Yes. What's going on, man? Let me start off with the check in and see how we all doing. Uh, I'll start off. So. This week, I've been uh, doing a lot of meditating, uh, trying to get my mind right, a lot of praying. Um, Not that anything's wrong, but just looking around me is a lot wrong, (laughs) a lot going on. So um, I want to stay focused and stay doing what it is I have to do and live out my purpose. Because like I said, looking around, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? That is true. Diseases, the, the, the shootings, like it's... The shooting's been going on, but now it's the the extra. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm just trying to stay focused and, and, like I said, try to live out my purpose and do what it is that I have to do before it's time for me to go. Exactly. And doing a lot of reflecting on that. I'm trying to make sure that my purpose, I, like, you know, they say that you 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 don't die until you fulfilled your purpose. I'm like, mm-mm. Well, then I'll wait. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to fulfill it anytime soon. <laughs> You know, I'll get started when I need to because, you know, I've had a couple of opportunities that opened up on the Bendyflex uh, horizon this past weekend. It's been really interesting because mm-hmm. I'm like, I had, you know, I said to y'all, I was kind of putting it down because I wasn't focused on it. And now I'm like, oh, well, I guess I need to get focused on it. Yeah, you definitely do. I think that's yeah. a sign. Mm-hmm. I, I do because, mm-hmm. like, uh, somebody asked me to. Um, come, they're having a conference and want me to participate, at, you know, as a component of the conference. And I'm like, nice. oh, okay. Nice. I'm with it. For real. That's dope. So, yeah. That, so that's really what's been going on in my world is trying to put that together and work through the details and see, you know, see what I'm supposed to do and, and how, how I fit in with that. Alright. Mm-hmm. So there'll be more Bindi Flex. All right. Bending and flexing, flexing and bending. Bending and flexing is a lifestyle movement. Not just not just uh not just yoga. It's a lifestyle. A lifestyle. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I tell you, I've been on cloud nine ever since July 29th. That's when Beyonce dropped the Renaissance album. And um it has really given me life. Oh my goodness, just a nice little vibe. Um um, I know, well, the album dropped 729, 7.30. I went to an all-Beyonce dance party at the basement. Um, and, like, uh, it's in East Atlanta. 
Okay. Yeah, so it's called mm-hmm. the the basement. It was all Beyonce dance party. We got our life at that club. Me and some of my friends <laughs> just went and had a really good time. Sweated out, you know. But mm-hmm. once it started getting a little too crowded in there, we had to get up out of there because you know we ain't trying to fuck around with this monkey box. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, so once it so once it started getting a little too crowded in there, it was like, all right, B, I love you, honey, but we're gonna make it out here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, did that. Um. Um, Monday, Monday, I had a, uh, I had an interview on Beyond Your Horizon with the lady by the name of Ari. She is uh, behind the brand Bougie and Mindful. Okay. Um, her Instagram page is Bougie, B-O-U-G-I-E and Mindful. She's out in California. Um, okay. She is just now starting this this brand, um, and so we first we did we talked about all things Beyonce and Renaissance, of course, because she's beehive too. Um, and then we get we got into bougie and mindful and what that means to her and what she's looking to bring into this whole mindfulness space. Um, so ever since that conversation, I've been uh, uh, trying to be practice more mindfulness, more being more aware of of the energy that I put out into the world. Um, Cause she, she believes that a lot of the things that we put out, it, it might come back to us in ways that we not, we're not even expecting. Like you cuss somebody out in, in the morning and your dog pisses on your floor that evening. You know, that's how she, yeah, that's how she believes that, that, that the world writes itself. And so you have to be very, so she has a practice of being very mindful and intentional and um, not reciprocating negative energy for negative energy. Um, but you'll, there'll be more um, to that. That episode will probably drop next Monday. Um, so excited about, about that and that collaboration and partnership. So bougie and mindful, be on the lookout. But other than that, the week has been going well. It's been a really good good week. Glad tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I like that 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 concept of of you know what you put out comes back because I you know you've heard my life stories and I am in a phase in this life of cleaning up my karma. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm not trying to put any more negative into the world or mm-hmm. do, do the things that I know that I'm not supposed to do. Because I don't, I don't want to pay for it in any kind of way, no matter what exactly. it is. It's like mm-mm, I don't want the karma on that. So yeah, you you cuss me out, that's fine. I'm I'm a, I'm just gonna try not to cuss you out, and you know, right for me. But um, I really I'm I'm really not trying to have bad karma coming back to me. Right, right. And so mindfulness is key. Mm-hmm. I do believe mindfulness is key and it's a total, total practice. And I've been practicing it because I've been on calls with people and mm-hmm. I can, I can, and they'll say things that are trigger me and I can feel the energy welling up inside of me to come back negatively. And I'm having to sit there and breathe, you know, and wait right. for that energy to subside from me because I know that if I toss it out there, it's going to have to come back to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just being more conscious of like of that that feeling, you know, and and of course, you know, it, I think all of us as beehivers need to understand that because you know, I get kind of defensive when people start talking about Beyonce, and um, <laughs> and so I have to be very careful with that energy and not not to return tit for tat, right. but um, but uh, Beyonce aside, just in life in general, just have to be more conscious of um, what energies that I am putting out there. And then to, 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 to identify what is it that triggers you so you can address that so that even mm-hmm. if it hits you, you'll be like, oh, okay, that's not, gonna, I'm not, I'm not ruffling on that. Exactly. Exactly, mm-hmm. Melanie. And that is, and, and that is good. That is good to, to feel that and to say, mm-hmm. you know, okay, why did what they say upset me? Why did it upset me? Mm-hmm. You know? Man, I um, think I'm getting good with that because nowadays, I mean, for the past, I say, year, like, I've been able to just let it go immediately. And I used to couldn't do that before. And so now it's like, I don't even care why they said that. Go ahead and feel how you want to feel. I'll feel how I want to feel. And I'm going to keep it moving. Mm. Well, I'm, I've always been a last word kind of guy. So I'm trying to work <laughs> on that. I'm trying to I'm trying to work on that because yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that's to have true. the last word. And another that's thing, <laughs> that's me. 
Yeah, no. Well, you know, I, I always have to have the last word. And let me just say that even you can do it. But what I what I have realized is that sometimes because silence is an answer. Mm-hmm. And that's the mm-hmm. best last word, because especially if somebody is expecting you to respond and you have zero for them. Mm-hmm. That's a real good last word. It is. It is. I'm, I'm is. getting there. Like, oh, I'm shit. getting there. Yeah, I ain't got that yet. I'm working yep. on it. My sister and I just had a disagreement, and you know, she said something, I said something, and then I, you know, she said something else, and it was like, oh, okay, the conversation's over. That's okay. That's mm-hmm. oh, y'all growing up. Yeah, it's like, oh no, 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 no. This isn't. No, we're, this isn't. We're not going. And you know what was that? Two months ago, we had had a big, big blowout. But now it's like, oh no, no, mm -mm, we're done. This is it. Yeah. We are going. Yes, we are. You know, and one thing I've added to my night, my nightly prayers is um, what did I learn today? Mm. Um, I've added that into my into my my nightly prayers. And I like that. Like, you know, as I'm praying to say, like, Thank you for teaching me this today. And it, and it, it can be just little things like yeah. just that, like how to maintain my my peace or how not to. Re- I didn't return a negative comment today. And, you know, and just being very grateful for the little things that I learned through this day. Um, and I think that's that's a great practice that I think I'm going to try to keep up. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be thankful for the things you learned that day, whatever it is, whatever you learned today, it could be, you know, something somebody told you, it could be an actual skill that, that you learned, or it could be, you know, you learn how to help somebody that, that day or whatever, just, you know, be thankful for the things that you learn each day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I do a gratitude journal, you know, for the things that I'm thankful for, Mm -hmm. but I, I definitely can see the the impact of a learning journal. Your you know? learning journal, yeah. Or get you a meditation book. It also has that in there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will. Yeah, I really am trying to be grounded and maintain the peace that I that I proclaim. Right. I keep my peace. I gotta keep my. Gotta peace. keep it. Gotta keep it. <laughs> yeah. And and as you're working on bending and flexing, Melanie, like I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get more more motivated to be with beyond your your horizon and think about things I can do in that in that area. Mm-hmm. Even creating those type of journals and meditation journals and gratitude, thankful journals and stuff like like that. That's why I love right. um, connecting with all of these creatives and people like Ari. Um, and just seeing what they're what they're doing, and if we can start our own net network of people who are light bearers, as I call them, you know, people who are trying to bring light into a very dark space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Because we so, need more of that, especially we do. Especially we do. We gotta get more of that. Like, yeah, yeah, we do. And if, if we if we started with us, then you know, it's no telling where we can take it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it becomes a movement. Yeah. It becomes yeah. a movement. Yeah. Yeah. continuously watch 
you know, the man kiss the woman, the love scenes. And the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, is that the only way it can be done? You know, mm-hmm. like, movie, I go to another movie and same thing. I go to church on Sunday and they're like, you know, you, you have to be with a man, find yourself a good man, you know, and you know, so I go back home and it's the same thing. So I started praying and praying, you know, okay, maybe I can find a good man, Lord, but that just never worked for me. <laughs> like, you know, I pray to God and then, you know, the next day I'm looking at another girl. So, so young Jock, I'm going to get to the point of answering your question for me is I'm happy that we are now able to kiss girls on television, able men can kiss men, because I got tired of looking at the heterosexual thing. So why is it a problem now? We had to look at y'all motherfuckers for years. So, yeah, I, and it just was heavy on my mind. I just felt like I had to answer his question to some, you know, and, and just give my perspective on it. Why is everything gay? Now, now, it's a lot going on. They do show a little bit too much. But, you know, this is the generation we're in. And it's six-year-olds who know what gay is. Or, or, or they think they know what gay is. Because they've been introduced to it already or they see it. So, I mean, it is what it is. This is the world that we're in, Jock. So, <laughs> you know, that's just my, my take on it. You know, uh, how you feel about it, Jay? Well, you know, I totally agree with, with you. I, I feel like it's very important. Uh, for people to come out. Um, one thing, it shows that we do exist um, and that we are deserving of equal rights. Um, you know, for a long time, we only saw gays in, the, in like entertainment or in styling and fashion and makeup. Um, and now that we have doctors and lawyers and preachers and all kind of, all people um, who are coming out, it shows that we do exist. And so when you hear things, when you hear us fighting for rights and, and equality, it shows that we, we're everywhere. We are America. You know, we are America. We are playing your sports. We are, you know, watching your kids and, and that. And so, and so by us being so vocal about who we, we, we are, we show America that we are deserving of rights. We are deserving of that, e- uh, of that equality and representation. Um, I also see that it, it does inspire youth. Um, just like how how you were saying that, you know, when you were growing up, you didn't have mm-hmm. you, you didn't see yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and and so and I, I didn't either. And I remember when I came out, um, I thought gay was very flamboyant and feminine. When I first came out, I remember I came to um, a- Atlanta and I made my own booty shorts. Mm-hmm. I had um, I, I cut my my uh, my little booty shorts so short that I actually cut the crotch out. And so yeah, and so I had to like I had to safety pin it together. Um, you made you a skirt. I okay, I safety pinned <laughs> it it together, booty cheeks out. I went to Payless and I bought these women platform shoes. Um, I was very cunt, okay. Um, and 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 it wasn't until you know going to Seven Hundred Eight, which was like a, a gay club um, down off of like Spring Street. Um, so coming up here and then going 708, then I saw that there were guys out there that was actually dressed in street gear, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it made me, and, I, and I'm sitting up here in this club with my head wrapped like, like India, I, I read and giving this very feminine aesthetic and then realizing like, oh, you know, there are different ways to be gay. There are different, I don't, you know, but I just, all I saw was what the TV showed me what gay was. Um, so it is very important, I believe, for, for young people who are queer and sexual and, um, and asking questions around their own sexual identity to have that kind of role, role models. I do believe that. And just, um, it also just challenge what's normal anyway. Um, because I, I believe that as we come out, we help everybody, you know, when, when the minorities are helped. They help the majority. They really do. Like even with the conversations we've had on this podcast and then hearing Melanie talk about, um, yeah, she's a heterosexual woman. But she's also able to to e- express how maybe her own 
um, identity as a woman might not fit the traditional views of what a woman is or what people think a woman should should want and be. Right. And that's because of people like the LGBTQ community that get out and question what is normal and, mm-hmm. and show that we do exist and everyone is able to see a part of themselves within us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very, very important to do so. Very important. Very. Especially um, when you're proud. <laughs> especially when, especially when, when you are, not everybody can be. Um, yeah. I, Cause I had, um, I did a, a interview with a, with um, a friend of mine who was not Nigerian. And in that episode, he came out and it was during that same time that there was um, those three Nigerian men, I believe who were sentenced to be stoned to death because they were gay. They were over in, um, a part of Ni- Nigeria that's ruled by um, what that Shahira, Sh- what's it called? It Sh- um, Sharia law. That's Shahira law. Sh- yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he did an episode. He came out to me, and the episode will never air because afterwards, he he told me Jonathan, he 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 didn't want it to air. He was scared, and I totally get it. I totally get it um, because you know his even though he is here, his family is. Nigerian and you know and that's very scary um so you know yeah but I you get know it. you gonna share it with me and Sabir so that we can listen right right that <laughs> <laughs> was silly it was a good it, it, it was really good it, it really was but yeah but he did he was like can we do it again I was like no nah, I don't want to record it again I'm not well I'll just I'll just delete it don't even worry about it um mm. because I do understand I oh, do yeah. I, I totally get it. And I and um and I don't I, I will never be a person that would want to out someone mm-hmm. because because I do know that there are like cultural and religious um you know things and um that are set up in, in, in people's lives that can really change on them, you know, and can really impact them negatively just by living in their in their truth. But I do believe that the more people who do live in make it yes for others yeah i agree and i agree as well and i think i you know uh, uh I'm, i i have been heterosexual all my life but mm-hmm. i think that as you said there are so many connectivities with all different kinds of different that because i i remember being you know, a, 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 a fat kid and a black girl and not seeing myself. And I know what that felt like. And I know what that did to my self-esteem. Yes. So I can only imagine that, you know, you know, I can't hide being black, but can, you know, if, 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 if a part of who you are, nobody else sees, you think that you have to hide it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you're hiding something, no matter what it is, like in our last episode, you, you talked about hiding your freckles. I have, mm-hmm. I have tried to hide my fat with girdles and all of those kind of things. It makes you even more insecure because then you're like, I don't want anybody to know this. All right. And it's, it, it's scary. And then when you see other people that are like you, you're like, oh, I'm normal. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, I'm in some, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm normal in in this environment, mm-hmm. and now I can I can be comfortable and let my guard down. And mm-hmm. I think that it's important for that to be able to happen for all people. And then you know, you all have also heard me say that I love love in any shape, form, fashion. It's all of its demonstrations. I I I love how people demonstrate their love, and so being able to witness other people who choose each other in this world and choose to do life with another person is so beautiful to me because it's hard it's hard to do life period then you're doing life with another person which means that you've got a whole lot of balancing and navigating and really loving on a whole other level and for me that's beautiful and you know there are so many People that are like, oh, I don't want to see all of that. I want to see people be in love. I don't care what they're doing. You know, it, it, it is love. And we have to be okay with that. Um, and so, you know, Young Jack's question is, why do we have to see it? We see everything else. 
And it's just, you know, his own personal um, choice to be narrow on this issue. And I mean, we all have issues that we choose to be narrow on. I've got mine too. Mm-hmm. So it's okay that that's his, his question. Right. I don't that hate you, that he, Yeah, it, it, he, <laughs> he, he can ask the question. I, I, yeah. I, that's fine. As long as he recognizes that asking the question is going to cause some people to go into hiding or stay in hiding. Mm-hmm. Whereas, also, I would, right, also, I'd rather have everybody come on out. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Pretty much. But so, Melanie, let me ask you a question. Melanie G-Net. Um, so you, do you ever feel like you get tired of seeing, um, you know, the homosexuality on TV? No. Okay. I, I don't I don't get tired of seeing it. Um I get I get tired when they try to use when when it when it is not genuine, meaning like when they're trying to push a message, or mm-hmm. if you're watching a show and you're like, they just picked that person because they needed to have the, the homosexual perspective, not because they were the best person for this particular element like you see reality tv shows and there's always you know a gay person that's like they are you know whatever the stereotypical gay is and you're like mm-hmm. that that's unnecessary you don't you, you like you do, you you just chose a person that's going to stick out like a sore thumb and you wanted that right but yeah just in general no i don't get tired of it in fact you know i um it gets, you know, I'm always a curious person. And so see, just watching gay on TV gives me an, an exposure to something that I'm not going to see in my own life. Like, I'm, I, I can't be gay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. What does, what is gay? What are the, what are the issues? Like, yeah, gay? I get that. Like, I, I can't be straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, what I can't. is this all about? I can't be trans, you know. There's a lot of yeah. so yeah, you see it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, I see it on TV. And so I'm I'm gonna bring it full circle because into uh talking about P Valley because mm-hmm. I have I have loved this season because mm-hmm. they have explored um gay relationships and gay experiences in with men and women and have not sensationalized it with the stereotypical elements. And it has been kind of very the opposite of the stereotypes. And I have really appreciated and respected it because I have learned things. So let's talk about the things that I learned. Understand that I I am ignorant in in a lot of ways and I I accept it. But I didn't know that gay men could have face-to-face sex. <laughs> How was I supposed to know that? I didn't know. You are the podcast, Melody Jeanette. You should know that. Huh? <laughs> but no, nah, I get it. I get it. You right. look at her face to face sex. You know, we could we could pull our put our legs behind our heads too, honey. No, did not know. <laughs> did not know. And then I, you know, I saw it on P Valley, and I'm like, oh. That's the same as what we do. Yeah. So <laughs> you can have anal sex face to face too, Melanie. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not gonna try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I learned from porn, so yeah. 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 I, that, that's a that, that's a young woman's game. If, if you don't do it in in the heterosexual relationship at, at fifty one years old, I'm I'm not. I'm not trying to be brand new. I don't. I don't have the knees for it at this point. There's nothing wrong with you know knowing the about the other side, Melanie. Right, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it. I think it's wonderful to to see it because when I saw when I saw Little Murder and and Uncle Clifford have have sex. No, they didn't have sex. Make love. Mm-hmm. I almost cried, and I don't cry. But Aww. I was like, this is this is so beautiful. And their connection was so powerful. 
And I was like, this is, this is what love is. And, you know, anybody who gets offended by seeing love is just ridiculous because yes, it may make you uncomfortable. I, you know, I get uncomfortable watching, watching two women have sex. Like when, when, um, when, uh, Mercedes and, um, what's his name? And and his wife, Mm -hmm. when they were having sex, I was like, huh, why y'all doing that? (laughs) <laughs> what? What y'all? What? Is that gonna yeah. work? Thank you know. You then I was like, okay, well, all right. But you know, definitely not as intrigued as watching the two men. So I, I understand men who say they can watch women have sex but can't watch men. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Because I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of hot. Huh. Yeah, it's a hot. It was. It's definitely a hot, hot season. Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely a hot season. And I love. The, I love the, the representation there. I fell in love with Roulette on this last episode. Are you all caught up, Melanie? Yes, I am caught up. Oh lord, I fell in love with Roulette. Why is that? Yeah, her crazy Gangster. ass. But I love her because at first, Gangster. you know, I, as a first, she she she's just been there, and I just been looking over her. But this last this last episode, I was like, "Oh, I like I like you." That leopard print hair. That leopard print hair. Yeah. I, I like her. I like it because, honey, I thought for sure that she that we were about to see a players club scene right. when that guy came in. I thought I thought, oh lord, it's gonna be a players club scene. Roulette's gonna leave. He gonna rape that girl. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I, I did. I was like, yeah. The writing in that episode was dope. Like, it was dope. It was dope. dope. And Roulette came. Roulette crazy. She yeah. crazy. No, but she about her money. She about her money. I meant crazy in a good way. That's what I mean. Yeah, not not crazy in the, in, the, in, in a bad way. Like, not like don't, don't, don't play with my money. Thanks. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. Don't don't play with it. So yeah, so yeah. But no, I really enjoyed enjoyed everything. Can obviously. Well, one, nope. I'm, My whole face gonna cave in in a minute. 
I don't know what it's gonna take because I thought for sure when he beat that that child mm-hmm. that, that was I gonna thought. be it. I said, okay, she about to go in here now and set it off. And, yeah, she, and she went right up in there and still got got her ass whooped. Talking about don't hit me in my face. Don't burn my face. Bitch, don't remember? burn my face because that's her money maker. Not my face. Not my face, honey. Look. So that's why I say she is part of it too. So I like <laughs> she crazy. <laughs> she is. She is. Like that's why I don't. That's why. That's why I like even now you do not get involved in domestic yeah. abuse stuff. You do not. Mm-hmm. Because that girl will go right back to that man, and they'll both be mad at you. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen yeah. it in my own family. I've seen it in my own family. Yes, my oh, yeah. own family. We, yes, they fighting. We go over there. We are gonna protect her and and everything and stuff. And honey, next thing we know, he right back over there. Yeah. And she mad at us. Shit, my uncle pushed my ass off the porch for trying to fight him. What's up, you little? See, they don't care. And they go right back to him. So that's <laughs> she crazy too. Yeah. And she's she crazy. She, she wants to go. She's just trying. I think she's trying to find an exit. She's trying to find an exit. that rat poison in, in them grits. <laughs> <laughs> now that'll Stir work. Them. So, okay, make that sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. But see, then she'll end up being being you know she she needs a way to get rid of the body, like because yeah. um, then his family might do an autopsy. Yeah, it's just too much. They down yeah, in the bayou. Get <laughs> them gators get them, honey. That's what she has to do. <laughs> Let them gators get her. Now, now, do y'all understand what happened to that girl's uh, baby? The one who came and gave her the um. The gun and the uh, the the exit strategy, the passport. Talking about Haley's oh. baby. Yeah. Haley, like, what happened to her baby? Like, she told that convoluted story, but I couldn't keep up. Oh no, Melanie. Um, because you know, I be watching shows sometime and I be forgetting too. Yeah, like she told the story and she, you know, I, I got clear that the man was beating on her, but, and she talked about the baby got lost in the flood and I'm like, but I don't understand what happened. Did he kill the baby? Oh, okay. Okay. Here it go. Okay. No, here we go. Autumn, Autumn um, reveals um, that her and that man were together for a long time. Um, they broke up because he prioritized his gang. Additionally, she tells um, them why her daughter died. Uh, the daughter died in a flood while they tried to escape Montavious's abuse. Her old, ma- that man's abuse. She died oh. in the flood. That's why she had told that story about her tears. Yeah. Remember she yeah. was talking about her tears and her tears killed, drowned her, oh. her, her baby. Yeah. She died in the flood. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So hold up, let's let's um switch it up a little bit. What y'all think about Neo and his wife now filing for divorce? Cause they she's saying that he had had a kid. I just I thought they were doing so good. Oh, I mean, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you. First of all. First of all, the nigga gay. Second of all, <laughs> I was telling my friend Anita this too, because it's like, you know, he just released an album, right? He just released, and he just released. <laughs> yeah, and so, and, so, and so I'm torn between, are you doing this just for clout and to trend? Because don't nobody talk about Neo. Don't nobody talk about Neo. Don't nobody check on Neo. Nobody. Don't nobody want to know how he's doing. But now he's trending mm-hmm. because of this mess, and he just so happened to also release an album. Yeah, I'm talking about the stuff too. So and it's not know. doing that great. So yeah, and it's not doing <laughs> right because no nobody checked for him. Ain't nobody checking for no Neo. <laughs> Ain't nobody checking for that man. But they all listening now because yeah. now he's trending. So 
you know, these folks do anything anything for clout. So I don't know if I I believe it. Cause then you talking about some when she made that that post about him cheating. You know, he liked it. I think it showed that he liked the post. And then he talking about some give us some privacy. Yeah. You don't you don't wrote a song. You don't wrote an album. You're right. Not only that, his wife invited us into the chat. Into so. the chat, right? She made it our business. Yeah. Okay, cause shoot, if she didn't say because I don't. I don't believe it because she didn't say he messing with no men. Now, if, he, now if she would have said he messing with some men, I would have believed it. Yeah. <laughs> but because he's talking about all these other women he messing with, I'm like, mm -mm, she lying. Uh, she said she ain't playing today. She thought she put them papers down today. TMZ. <laughs> well, we'll see. Now, John, John, let's, let's be cruel here. <laughs> if she didn't know he was gay, She's not gonna come out in public and say that she lost her man to another man. That's true too. They don't like saying that. There ain't no way in hell I'm getting ready to say that. <laughs> especially too when especially too when that when that man is still your, your cash cow. Right. There is no way I'm coming out saying that I lost my man to a man. And she been with him for years. She this is like the third time they filed for divorce. And now, yeah, mm -mm. I'm. I'm not gonna come out and say he gay. Yeah, you can see so, on me with 68 other women, but no. So I don't know how true it is. I don't know. I don't know how how true it is. Uh, now, what I think is, like, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, everything will come to the light eventually. Yeah. Because I figured that the reason that she, you know, made such a public pronouncement. Was well, he probably had given her a disease, and so she was like, "I got to leave." Mm, yeah, some, some of the sort. How y'all feel about uh about Brittany? Ooh, that dude got a deep voice. <laughs> that dude, that dude, voice deeper than mine. You heard her talk. I, I, I pled guilty because my mama told me I should tell the <laughs> truth and I should own up. I should own up to it. I was like, who is talking? <laughs> he got that baby on that testosterone. Um, um, but um, <laughs> but no, but um, I hope I hope she comes, you know. I you know, you know, I'm always like this. You gotta know know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Man. You gotta know where you're going. Like I'm telling you what, if I if I get a chance to go to Dubai, you better be you better you better make sure you show sure I ain't finna have no rainbow bracelets. I ain't finna have right. nothing yeah. over there messing with them folks in Dubai. Cause I know how strict they are when it comes on like comes to gays and drugs and all of that. And so I'm like, honey, you should have checked that bag and let all that shit go going over to Russia. Especially right now, mm -hmm. you know. I, I mean, I think nine years is insane. That's crazy. But at the same time, though, that ain't our country. That's Russia. Yeah. And they don't play that over there. You don't. They don't do that over there. My thing is, I think if Trump again, and Trump was in office, <laughs> Melanie Jeanette, she would be home. <laughs> yeah, she would. Have. Well, she he liked home. Putin. Yeah. They had a nice relationship. Please. She would have been home. She would have been home after she wrote Trump. But she black. Let's be clear. Wait, I'm. I, I'll let you go on the Trump thing. But she's black. That's what that mean? He pardoned Lil Wayne. Yeah, he would have. He would have pardoned. He would have been over there. We're going to get Britney. Yeah. We're going to get her. We're going to bring all her back home. Talking about it all day. She's a yeah. nice person. That's yeah, very nice. Saying. That's a very nice young man. Yeah. We're going to go get him. <laughs> You so wrong. <laughs> We're gonna get. He's a, he's a very nice young man. Yeah, yeah. I spoke to we him today. A conversation talking about the gays. Is it too much gay? And you flip out and call this woman a man. Right. I don't know what. I don't know what he her pronouns are. Right. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard her talk? Right. Yes. Go play the okay. And when you heard her talk, you didn't say what? What? Who are that? Well, I mean, but it, you know, from my own heterosexual stance, it makes sense. Then it, like, you know, from the from the pedestrian ignorance, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, she the man in the relationship because because her girlfriend sound like a girl, 
Right. Being the man in a relationship don't make your voice drop like that. That's some <laughs> testosterone. She she taking testosterone. Well, she might have been born with a lot of testosterone, which has made her athletic prowess so so good. Okay. Uh, I just wish she was home. It sucks. It really sucks. Yeah, she yeah. needs to be home. Yeah, she needs to come home. Especially for a ball player. Especially for anybody, unless unless they did some like molestation type situations and R. Kelly situation. But even then, I think that they should have them like getting help. I think that's the most like you know important thing you can do for somebody is get them help. Prison, prison just gonna make you weird and it's gonna make you mean and hate everybody. That's true. It doesn't do what society thinks. It, you know, it, it drives you crazy. You, you come out, you're not the same person. So I just really pray that um, something happens, a miracle, or something happens for uh, Brittany and she can get from over it. That is yeah, true. That's true. Call Kim Kardashian. Tell her to go get her. Yeah, she's working on it, I believe. She on, She on the case. She was trying. She said Lord, she, well, she was going to write a letter or something she was going to do. Oh, no. I don't want her to write no letter now. I don't know how she write. Yes. <laughs> I don't know at that time. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know if she know how to spell. She over, she about, <laughs> I don't want her write no letter now. She can go over there and get it. I'm sure Putin would be happy to see her. Right. Use but use the skills. More time. What we got? Sabir, you said uh, you you mentioned R. Kelly, and I went to see Chris Rock over the weekend, and he made a point that I I think. I'd like to hear us discuss. Okay. He said that, um, you know, those of us like me who will turn the radio when R. Kelly comes on and I am, you know, I, I, I have nothing for R. Kelly. He need to be up under the jail. But I'll still listen to Michael Jackson. Mm. Mm. Is, is that not hypocritical? Mm-hmm. I still listen to R. Kelly, so I'm not. I would know, too. I still listen. I, I, I'm not I, gonna I can't listen to R. Kelly, and so it's certain songs. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't. Like I can't do it. Kind of, kind of t- I spend the block on that. Twelve play. You listen to twelve play no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll hear a song and I'll be I'll be halfway through it and then be like, "Oh, that's R. Kelly. Let me change." Shot down. <laughs> But then I was listening, I was driving today and heard Michael Jackson, and I was like, I should feel some kind of way, but I ain't getting ready to turn this Michael Jackson song. Got them little white kids. Right. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I do have I do have some 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 boundaries that do fall in, in that way. So yeah, that's probably what it is. But I'm wrong. And again, I told you I don't want no more karma. <laughs> Well, I, I don't. Okay, I don't. I don't know. It necessarily makes you wrong or not. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, Melanie. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying yay or nay on that. I don't know. Cause I was like, oh, it's the same crime, but I apply different different punishment. Yeah. Well, I guess you know you can say though you can say that it shouldn't be much of a karma thing because. He's serving time. So if he did the crime, he's serving time. I mean, we weren't there for neither one of the situations. Um, But for Michael, I do know that he didn't have nobody locked away and away from their parents. Well, no, not at all. The parents were sending them. Mm, But yeah, (laughs) they were sending them. They were sending them kids. And he was sending them back. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. He was locked away. And so, yeah. Okay, thank you all for making my conscience feel better because I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to give up Michael Jackson. I think you just got to do, do whatever you, know, you feel is right. Is right, right to do. I'm not encouraging people to go out and listen to R. Kelly no. if, they, if they feel a certain way about it. Yeah, you I know. separate the music and the man. Yeah, but you have to just pick, you, you, you know, you pick and choose. You, you pick and, you know, I get but it. You know, it's, it's like, you, well, for me, like, my mind starts to be like, uh, like, I love Bill Cosby, but I can't. I I, I can't watch the Cosby Show anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like because I'm mm-hmm. like, my image of him has been tarnished. Not that I think that the Cosby because I still think the Cosby Show is one of the best television programs ever made in history, and I will not 
take that. But just watching it, it's like, you're like, you were, I think about the, the allegations and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to see him in any other light. Yeah. All right. So let me ask you a question, Melanie Jeanette. <laughs> Do you like the song by Leah? Age ain't nothing but a number. Are you familiar with that song? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Changing Do I like that song? No, I, I hated that song since the beginning because I remember, like, I knew that she was a child and knew that she was talking about that with, 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 like, I don't think I, I have always heard that song and been old enough to be like, mm, that's nasty. Oh, okay. What about At Your Best by Aaliyah? I don't know that song. You know At that. Your Best. You are love. Yeah. I don't know all the rest of it. Back, back, forth, and forth. How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> oh, back, back, forth, and forth. Yeah. Well, that, that, I mean, Kelly wrote those songs. That's about molestation, too? Oh, okay. I thought she was something. I thought I was like, that's all about molestation, too? I didn't know that. Well, he wrote those songs. So, I mean, he wrote a lot of songs. I could go down the list that we still listen to, but it's just not him singing it. Right. So, we, you know, should we turn those songs off, too? Yes. <laughs> but then, so, okay, so now I'm going to go real far and we're going to lose all of our listeners as I say this. So just know that this is Melanie G. Nett saying it is not yes. here, it's not John John. This is not on threesome podcasts. Okay. Right. <laughs> but now, if Eve, I mean, if, if, if um, Mary got pregnant by God, mm-hmm. Mary was a teenager. Sure was. True. And God was her father. Mm-hmm. That's incest and pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And Adam and Eve were born, you know, were created. But who did their sons have children with? Mm-hmm. Clearly. <laughs> like, so th- like I was I, I was thinking this as I was driving. And I was like, this is like, this is like high conversation and I was not high. Yeah. But those are the things where I'm like, oh, it's all so messy. Yes. Well, it's, I mean. Always existing. Yeah. And it's it's funny you would say that, Melanie, because there's no, we had, I had the same conversation this, this week. It's so funny that I, I do believe there's a lot of programming going on. Because I promise you, me and my friend Jaleesa had that same conversation this week about Cain and Abel. I promise you. And it's just so weird that you would say that. So I do feel like there is programming going on. Somehow, some, some through, what, through what we're watching and everything, that gets people on that same brain wave. Um, but I will say this. What R. Kelly did, what all, what, what, it is based on the laws of today. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to look at it. Because we all have grandparents and, you know, that were great-grandparents or whatever who were having kids at the age of 13 and 12, married at 12 and 13 yeah. and having yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they were married to men who were older than, than, than them. So it's just changing with time. And so that's why you, we cannot apply a new age law to the past or you know so we we can say things are illegal based on today's law right but if you put the same scenario back in a certain time then it would be perfectly normal and so it's like so what makes it right what makes it wrong the law of the land is what makes it right and what makes it wrong who's who's saying that oh people should kids should be waiting until they're 16 to have sex it's just the law yeah. But nature, nature says when you start bleeding, you you're ready to be a mama. True. That's what That's nature true. says. Period. Mm-hmm. We we put laws on it to say, oh, we're gonna wait till that person's 16. Yeah. But no, nature says, blood, you're ready. Nature says, damn, my ass is fat. They <laughs> <laughs> right. go them breasts. They just say, he go down, he goes some breasts. They got them baby right. making hips. Um, you're gonna start this cycle, and you are ready. You're ready. Yeah. 
now yeah, that's all, too soon too soon but yeah now all this science will say oh well the mind ain't matured and all this stuff or whatnot okay that ain't what nature said you know so there's a so you have to put everything in this category of like okay like what is legal what is you know that because you're right you're right melanie like yeah Cain and Abel, they mean they were having sex with their sisters if you believe in that um they they were but if you look in the old testament you know that's why they had those they got those those laws that would that kind of made it clear to say like okay you cannot sleep with your father's sister i mean your father's daughter because that's your sister and you can't sleep with your sister's child because that's your first you know the the old mosaic law it started to break down how you know how far you could where you could, who, who you could sleep with and who you could, pretty much. Yeah, and that same law of men shall not lie with men and all of that, it's in that same law. Right, and I'm like, yeah. so who who decided that that was the law? You know, like... Well, I think they, they decide, I, I believe they decide that, that it was their mosaic law simply because of the fact that you were trying to increase God's chosen people, the Israelites and all, you know, God, God's chosen people. You were trying, they, they were trying to increase them. This was, this was a time oh, so of war. Creating yeah. a population. It was creating a population, right. And so any act of sex, because in that same law, the Old Testament, it tells you it's better to put your seed in the belly of a whore than on the ground. Yep. So pretty much, you know, it's better Make that we need babies. Okay. We okay. need babies. Don't be spending it on the ground. Get somebody pregnant. We yep. don't care who. Just do what you know. But it's better to do that. We need babies. And that's why I say, you know, that's why I feel it was saying, like, don't sleep with men because men can't have babies. So don't be sleeping with each other because y'all can't procreate. Exactly. We need any, yeah. And don't be sleeping, don't sleep with your sister because them babies going to come out a little special. Mm-hmm. Well, that is true. And if they're not special, they're not useful in building up the population. Exactly, exactly. They, they, they were. I feel that they were starting to notice things and notice stuff. Like, okay, that's a little too close. Okay, we see something is happening there. They're not as so. Yeah, so yeah. So then they started creating these rules and laws to kind of guess why that man could have wives. They wanted you to have more, more than one because we got to get these numbers up because we fighting. We yep. going into lands. We fighting people. We trying to we trying to take take over. So <laughs> any sexual act that is not going to produce a child is wrong. Yep. Yeah. That, I, I I see that. Yes. And that's crazy too, man. And that's the times that we're living in now. Yeah. With this anti-abortion law, it's like, well, no, we need we need babies. We need little white babies. It's protecting, right? And you know, and quiet as cut, we need black babies. We definitely need black babies. Yeah, we definitely. We're only, you know, like 11, 13% of the population. Like, we need black babies. Mm-hmm. We need them. Definitely. Well, but we're not trying to tell some 14 year old girl to have a black baby just because we need them. Yeah. I am, but that's all right. That's another story. Okay, well, you want to feed it. You can, you can, you can do that. Y'all know I am. Y'all know I am pro. I am pro choose life. Yeah, that's my stance. I am pro choose life. Now, unless you got some kind of condition or something that says you cannot have it, I am pro choose life. And you could be that fourteen-year-old baby can be having our next president. And I I agree. True. I can see that. It, it 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 happens. It happens. Oh, it absolutely happens all the time. I'm just saying the 14 year old should have a say in it. Yeah, she should. Definitely should. Yeah, she should have a say in it. Cause you know, I am not uh pro-abortion at all. But if somebody want everybody that gets pregnant ought to be able to have a say in whether they stay pregnant. That's my thought. Hey, everybody that take dick should have a say whether they wrap it up. True. Or whether they take some birth control pills. And anything you about to do with your own body individually, you should have a say. Period. Right. 
<laughs> that part. Because ain't nobody telling men they need to have a vasectomy at age 18 or, or younger to be able to prevent them from having babies with girls. That's true. Because no, really, that's the that. easy answer. That is the easy answer. At You're first, right. you, 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 you uh, sterilize every boy, and then mm. when he's ready to have some children, you go and reverse it. Reverse it. That's but true. also in Georgia, you can claim the embryo on your taxes. I heard. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I think you you can drive in the lane too, in the um carpool lane too. Yeah, you can if you're pregnant. Yeah, what? On the carpool yeah. lane, you can get in the lane if you're pregnant. I just ride that motherfucker. How you know, officer? I'm pregnant. Okay, what? What are you gonna do? Make you make you pee make you pee on the stick? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> you gotta pee on this stick, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and then you all you got to do is say it's supposed to be morning pee officer. I'm not far enough, far enough longer to, to show up in my afternoon pee. <laughs> yes, sir. You just take your phone out and start start recording. You want me to do what? Right. You pee on the stick right here. <laughs> That's okay. I carry a little pee right here in this jar. I'll pour it on there. <laughs> Man, we're gonna spend the block real quick back to this monkey pox before we wrap up. Did y'all see the the new exclusive from the um, the who? The who, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) World Health Organization. Yeah, they said that um, we need to brace for the spread of monkey pox. Exclusive, yes, it's in the gay community, but everyone else should brace for a spread. Yeah, because uh, there's some st- a straight woman in Atlanta got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's the straights can get it. Did you see That's the kids true. that got it, though? I said the kids getting it, too. Mm-hmm. The kids all it was all over the young boy's his back. I was like, dang. Yep. Yeah. Kids are getting it, too. So, you know, it is not just affecting the gays. It's not just affecting the men. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. And another thing I heard a lot of people saying was said they'd rather have COVID than monkeypox. Like I think people are of course COVID took a lot of people out. So you'd rather have COVID. Yeah, most die. definitely. <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Ugly. Like I think a lot of people are saying that. <laughs> yeah, it is a vain. People thing. want COVID over monkeypox. Yeah, they they rather shoot. They rather have COVID than look ugly. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would. Look bad. Yeah. The oh, you have, you haven't seen it? No, no. right. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's wow, nasty. Man. It's nasty. Blisters all over your body. All Ew. over your body, honey. That's what it looked like, blisters to me. And it looked like it's like, you know, for those people who probably have gotten it through sexual intercourse, it looks like it's telling on it's telling on them where they got it at. Mm-hmm. Ew. So, it, so it's either like all in their mouth. Oh, yeah. In their oh. throat. And then I this one guy said his was all in his like rectum. Yep. It was like all oh, these. Oh, yes, no. they all. Uh-uh. The dog said it. Okay, the dog like cut that. Ooh. <laughs> yes, baby. Yes. He is yeah. not for it. That, okay, he is not for it. Like, like, ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> that dog say, ooh, that's nasty. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta be. I mean, you gotta be safe out there. I don't yes, know. Yes, please like, be safe, y'all. Please. I don't feel strong about a vaccine yet. I know that they they are giving out vaccines, um, but I have read that like the side effects of this vaccine are they're not light, and so that's why they're already they're really only um, asking people who are like at risk, you know, to yeah. get this vaccine because the smallpox vaccine is not is not the most like risk free vaccine. Yeah, and then they saying it's in the air too, man. It's in the air. It's in the air, but then you have to be like it. It takes from what yeah, I've read. You have to be really close. Yeah, close range for that one. Close range. That's why it's it's usually based like on set because you have, you have to be breathing pretty much in somebody's mouth. Mm-hmm. Wear your mask, y'all. Keep the mask on. Okay, in ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> but no. that, and that is your yeah. Mentality. Yep, because I don't want yeah. monkeypox. I don't want any kind of pox. I don't. I don't want. I don't want an itch. I don't want blisters. Right. I'm about to put some 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 cow blood over my door. Something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Put it over there. Put it over there. I mean, like, 
Let's brace for the spread and be careful, y'all. All of us, you know. Yes. And pray we get through this without getting it. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. And for those of you who already got it, you know, we praying yeah. for y'all because I have, yeah. I know people. I have a, a, I have a friend in Dallas who hit me up and let me know that he had it. Um. So, it is going around. So this is not just something that we're just talking about no i know people people are on social media they're being brave enough yeah to, to sh- yeah to actually show people what it looks like and i applaud them yeah. if i had it i sure wouldn't be doing that but there are people who are brave enough to show us what it what it looks like and, and we stuff. appreciate so, y'all and yes i really do i really appreciate y'all i couldn't do it but i appreciate y'all for showing us and letting us know this shit is real Mm-hmm. So see now that when this is over, I got to go look up monkeypox. Oh yeah, look at it's yeah yeah. There are people yeah. on like Instagram, Twitter. Eat first if you got a weak stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty. It ain't not, it ain't nothing to play with. No. And there's nothing they can do. They like they say like to treat like there's nothing. You have to just ride it out. Yeah, you what have to just three to four weeks or something. It's yes, three to four weeks before three or four. it shows mm-hmm. up. You can already have it, and then it takes another three to four weeks before. Oh it God! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you yes. Have it already, and not know yes. about it. And then the Does thing it you itch eat. or hurt? I heard a couple of people said itch. Somebody else said it doesn't feel like anything. You just it just looks bad. So it I guess that, that depends on if the they had it on their back or something like that. It's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it's probably very depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just imagine. You know, it's like leprosy. You know, it's like nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Nobody wants to be seen with that on them. So I, again. My heart who do have it. Yeah. Who have caught it because I can only imagine what, what you're going through. So be encouraged, y'all. Yeah, pretty much, man. We're gonna wrap this thing up. You can find me on um IG at OG Y underscore Y U N G one. Also check us out on Facebook and also we are on YouTube now. Check us out on YouTube, three some podcasts. Yeah, number three S U M podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Check us out. Keep sending those emails. Shout outs to Grady Hospital, man. We got some 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 loyal listeners coming from All Grady. Right. We appreciate the, the okay, comments Grady. and the feedback. Yes, Love Grady. You, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And when people say they listen, when they can deep like dig down and tell you about the topics and tell you a lot of things, you like, yeah, you're listening. So I appreciate you, Grady. All right. Hey, Grady. Hey, Grady. <laughs> yes. And you all can follow me at John John Fire, J O N J O H N F Y A H. Also, um, Beyond Your Horizon has an IG page. Go underscore Beyond Your Horizon. Be on the lookout for that next episode, Bougie and Mindful with my girl Ari out of California. It'll be coming up soon. All right, and then I am Melanie underscore G N E T T E. I spelled it right, right, John? John? You did. You did good. I did. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm, I'm learning my own social media. Um, and pretty soon you will you will see some different offerings from Bendy Flex. Um, yes, y'all are so funny. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm bending and flexing into whatever I'm supposed to be. So I will make Hallelujah. I like yes. that. You better transform. I'm transforming. <laughs> hey, as you should. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, man. Threesome podcast. We out. We you out. won't break my soul. You won't break <laughs> my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody.